And Are You Okay is a not safe for work podcast, so any young listeners are discouraged from continuing. However, we literally have no way to track that. So do whatever the hell you want and enjoy the show. Shout out to Panico's Bar in Lansdale. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's a little it's fun, fun little cold open for the fans. Cold open for who know only who know what we're talking about. Yeah, which statistically is everyone listening to this. These, these are facts. One listener facts. in or two listeners in New York City at least. They they may not know. No, probably not. Um, everyone else though. Fuck Panico's Lansdale, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, that shitty bar. The worst. Yeah, good for them for staying open on uh on Thanksgiving Eve. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Well, I mean, people need to know that they are listening to Any Are You Okay, a, a Star Wars, Wars podcast. podcast. Because it's better when we intro that at the beginning. Instead of doing it at the end when we forget. Yes. Yeah. Good I stuff, like man. Well, hey, I'm joined. Buddy. Oh, no, go ahead. Well, go ahead. No, I don't want uh, Yeah, I fucked your thing up. I just want to say a happy Thanksgiving week. Oh, man. happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. You may be listening to this episode on Thanksgiving. <gasps> if you really don't like your family. Yeah. We're here to provide joy. If you're with your family. And uh, make your tummy feel full. Yeah, let's fill them tummies. With macaroons? Maybe. <laughs> potentially. <laughs> the teal colored kind? Yeah, that's the only one that matters now. It is. It's canon. Anyways, I'm here with the grief to my cargo. Grief cargo. Grief Carl Weathers. Yeah. Nice. Chubbs McGee. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Um, he directed this episode, no? He did. I love that this show has different directors all the time, and the continuity and the quality doesn't... Well, continuity is kind of episodic, but the quality does not really struggle from that. Or no. From that, it's I mean. like the third trilogy. That's our producer in the background. He's He's got a button. Yeah. No, we, 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 we don't do that here. We're unfiltered. We're raw. We're the real deal. <laughs> um, but this episode was directed by Carl Weathers. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, he did a great job. Not his first direct endeavor but name five others i can't but i know it's not his first okay that was unfair of me to put you on the spot well, people at home can just imdb it well that's that's not why they listen to podcasts man they want they want everything they want it all here um this episode was awesome we're on a good run here we're on a good run of, i didn't think the second episode of the season was very good it was okay. It was fine. Uh, I was impressed with the CGI in the episode. Right. And I just felt like it was kind of like... The last two. Oh, yeah. The I last mean. two have been amazing. <laughs> I've yeah, noticed that uh, all the episodes are getting shorter in length, but the viewers will be happy to know, and our listeners will be happy to know, yeah. that next week's episode is supposed to be 58 minutes long. Whoa. Ew, that's almost an hour. That's a long episode. My God. You could do a Peloton workout during that i think why I would anyone want to do that because people buy into what everybody else is doing like oh. it's really important that you buy 
I don't even know how expensive they are. I'm going to look up how expensive Pelotons are. It's a good and thing you got people a laptop. are going to listen and, s- and sit here while I do this this bit that's not going to be worth it in the end. It would be worth it if we were sponsored by them. Like, I bought a Bang Energy the other day. I saw that. But I'm not sponsored by Bang Energy, so what was the point? Right. Oh, shit. Mike, how much do you think a Peloton is? Uh, um, I'll say $1,200. Mm, a little more. Somewhere in between. Uh, $2,500. 25 That was just Jesus a random Christ. one I saw. Yeah, or you could get a stationary bike from a yard sale. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm a man of, of, of small means. You know, what, who cares? Oh, let's dive into the episode. An hour. <laughs> next week's an hour. That's all I need to take away from that last yeah. fucking minute of nonsense. Well, radio. we'll talk about that a little more at the end. But Okay. This episode brought to you by Peloton. Go spend all your money on Peloton. Peloton. Fit in. Oh, I, get, I see what you did yeah. there. Get it? Is that actually their tagline? No. Well, they're I'm just fucking stupid for not really doing clever. that. Um, is all. Into chapter... 13? 12? 12. 12. Chapter sure. 12. Fuck it. Yeah, it is 12, actually. It is 12. Um, Mando's on the move. We're going to a familiar planet. Yeah, we were supposed to go to Corvus to find Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. Spoiler alert. The um, She ain't it. The Mon Calamari... Uh, Sweater Man? <laughs> Sweater Man didn't do a very good job, so they have to make a pit stop on Dave Navarro planet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, back in, back in familiar Mando land. Yes. Um. We spent a lot of time here in, in season one. Yeah. Love it. The, the gang's all here. We got Grief Karga. We got Cara Dune. I think yep. she ter- heard me, uh, talking about her last episode. Oh, yeah? She so kicked some like, serious ass. She did. She did some, she like, it was all like, you can tell she choreographed the It was the very erotic to me. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Mando lands his, uh, his cargo bay. Just, I thought it was great. It just yeah, doesn't it, open. It won't open. All <laughs> just barely. <laughs> just just got to jump down. Uh, little B Y, uh, Carl Weathers reunion. Yeah, it's pretty adorable. Uh, G- Is Mando taking care of you. <laughs> <laughs> that was adorable. Uh, he clearly cares very much for B Y because he B Y saved his life like three times. Mm-hmm. Um, we get another clear breakaway. This person is a betrayer. Shot. Of the one uh, that's two episodes in a row. The one alien that is going to fix the ship. Yeah, like, we're gonna call to, him Red Guy. They have to zoom in on Red Guy to yeah. apply. That's one thing that Star Wars, maybe not Star Wars, but this series has done. Uh, that's kind of hokey. Is they make it like extremely obvious when somebody oh they spoon feed like, it to you, a, a, a traitor. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just like here is a man with a evil laugh. <laughs> As he offers help, or let's zoom in on this guy for no reason. Can we get a, a, a TR-8R sounder whenever we have a, a traitor in the episode? Sure can. It's going to sound like this. Traitor! It's going to be great. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, Yeah. he's uh, Mando's back in town, and uh, he meets an old friend, doesn't he? Pretty pretty early on. Yep. From the first episode. We get the Mithril, the blue guy played by... Uh, Horatio Sands. I got. I was of my, Saturday Night Live. My fame. tongue was twisted. Yes, trying to say his name, and he was not happy to see Mando. <laughs> no, he uh, excreted some dust. I guess from his neck. I liked that he uh, got promoted from Carbonite to uh, Karif Cargo's bitch. Yeah, not a great job. What I forget. 
I'd have to. I know we literally just watched this before. The he was like his you. bookkeeper. But yeah, what was his like slave sentence? It was like over a hundred years. Yeah, or something. And who knows how long his species lives? Yeah, but... I don't know, man. I like the. So throughout the episode, Grief Cargo was like using that as a negotiating chip. Like, I'll take thirty years off your sentence. Like, yo, careful, dude. You're gonna run out of years. Yeah, it seemed to work for the most part. Yeah. Um, I'm sure by the end of the series, they'll be the best of friends. Oh, yeah, for sure. They'll have their own stupid spinoff show on <laughs> Disney Plus Plus, which will stream directly in your eyeballs in 2024. They'll have contact lenses for that or something. Oh, I can't wait. This is a Black Mirror episode, dude. For, for sure. sure. Um, so uh, the whole reason Mando is even back on Navarro is to get his ship fixed. Yeah, the Razor Crest is in desperate need of some fixing, but Grief Karga is in some desperate need of getting the presence of the Empire off of Navarro. Yeah. So, they pretty much are like, hey, we're gonna fix the Razor Crest for free, but we need your help. It's a good deal. Another video game mission. When you're immer- Yeah, it literally <laughs> is like, we need to advance the plot. Can you do this in exchange? <laughs> and it had a little dialogue option for him. It was like, yes, no. And he selected yes, so yeah. they continued on. He always picks yes. He always, he never says no. Um, And it's funny, because they bring up a map of Navarro, and it's like, I don't know how they have, what they consider like this is a safe zone. It's like ninety eight percent green and safe. Yeah. There's a little red speck of an old uh, imperial installation on uh, like the south side of the planet. That wasn't a Darth Vader breathe. That was a nerd breathe. Yes. Well, <laughs> I should mention it's got a skeleton crew there. It does. Yeah. 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 They're doing the graveyard shift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they go there. Not a skeleton crew. There's no, there's quite a few Imperial people there. Yeah. Stormtroopers, scout troopers, people running computers. The whole shebang. The whole shebang. Um, they do get to, they get inside, they complete their mission yeah. with limited resistance. So their plan is to um, get rid of the cooling that's stopping the volcano it's near from erupting. Right. Burn it with magma. Right. It's Dr. Evil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about new? Mm-hmm. That's what the Empire tried to do. But got a pocket itch. <laughs> Fresh off the, I just watched Austin Powers the other day. I'm so. a little jealous. It's not as funny as I remember, <laughs> but it's still pretty good. The preparation H bit's pretty good. Yeah, that that's good. Anyways, anyways not part of this episode. No. <laughs> so there is a great part where when they're uh, turning off the coolant. Um, the Mithril's going out there, and he's like, oh, there's no guardrails, because yeah. there's no guardrails in Star Wars for some reason. Yeah, anywhere. safety, OSHA doesn't exist no. in, in this universe. Not on the Death Star, not on Starkiller Base, it, not there. No, OSHA doesn't give a shit. Um, and <laughs> it's funny how it's just like a cylinder over lava. Lava. Yeah. <laughs> Honest, like, obviously, it's that, like a, the height difference is extreme, but it's just a cylinder over lava. I would not go out there no. if I were Myth Mithar yeah, or whatever. Mithral. Mithral. They don't even name him. They just call him by That's his species. That's fucked up. That's a little fucked up. That's like probably what Christopher Columbus did when he came uh, when he came here. Well, In yeah. honor of our holiday, I'm going to bring CC up a couple times. Scumbag. Terrible person. Yeah. Thought that Native Americans were Indians. <laughs> Can we just pause? Like, how bad of a turn do you have to take? To go around like a, a continent, <laughs> Good. like how shitty of an explorer do you have to be? Yeah, maybe the worst. To do, and 
two is to discover a country where there's like a shitload of people there already. He didn't even yeah right like he just dis- what did he discover? Uh, nothing. He didn't even land there first. No. He didn't even land in I America. Know. It's not Columbus. It's America. The country is named after a different dude. It's hilarious. It's not anyway, hilarious. It's, it's pretty tragic. Fuck that guy. <laughs> what were you talking about? I don't know. I'm just still stuck on Christopher Columbus. I know. I know. Oh, they were draining the coolant yeah. from the right, insulation. That was it. Uh, As they did back in colonial America. Right, right, right. So <laughs> they're attempting to leave, and they, they go into this hallway where uh, there's a bunch of fucking tubes with people in yeah, them. Yeah, a lot of tubes, man. Like, too many tubes. And they're, like, mutations. I think it's safe to say... We're looking at some early proto, like, Snokes or maybe Palpatine clones. Mm. They did look pretty Snokish, didn't they? Yeah. I've seen a couple image comparisons to, like, the Snokes and, like, the green vat from episode Yeah, because that was my first thought when I saw that, um, was his head's kind of fucked up right. in the way that Snokes is. And this lends itself to, we talked before, I was kind of under the impression that, oh, is Moff Gideon starting like his or is he trying to build up his like own imperial sect or is this the beginnings of the first order and i think that we're getting that answer now i think this is much more closely related to the first order than i initially thought yeah i thought he was going a little rogue for a minute that he's going to do a um you know his own kind of personal quest for glory but it seems like uh it seems like that's been put to bed this looks pretty uh first ordery yeah to me and um we get a hologram of the doctor who had by in his clutches in chapter three yeah and he talks about um them taking tissue from the child yeah uh, because it has a high a high m count what does that m stand for macadamia oh right i actually think it's midichlorians i'm pretty sure it's midichlorians yeah it is i really am sad that they're Sticking to this, I kind of think it's funny that they have they like knew they're like, oh, we're gonna lose some people if we say the word, so we'll call it an M count. Got a high M count. I was like, man, <laughs> fuck this. Can't believe we're bringing this back. But uh, for losers, as as us, yes, uh, we of course like knew what they were talking about right away. Um, so they we kind of have put one and two together about what. Uh, the purpose of capturing Baby Yoda was in the first place. Right. To get some midichlorians into this cloning process. Yeah. To make Snokes, probably. Yep. For sense. We don't know yet, but I think we're pretty confident. Right. That's the goal. That is what that is. Um, and so they're going through the hollow recording and the myth roll. Well, okay. So this is also where, obviously, to the viewer, we know Moff Gideon is live, but mm-hmm. Mando, Cara Dune, and Grief Karga, under the impression that he's dead. Ooh surprise yeah and mithril tells them that that transmission that was sent out to them or sent out to moff gideon was the three days old yeah so it's recent yeah so he's alive for sure for sure at least as of three days ago the good news though is that these clones are dead because the installation blows up yes and i thought this was super cool they send mando immediately back he says like oh i gotta go get the child so he takes <laughs> off in his jetpack. Great shot. Amazing shot. Which is cool because I we haven't really seen them in like that much in um in action. Right. And I kinda always assumed that was more of like a short 
burst type deal. And he covered like a lot of distance in that thing. Oh, yeah. He makes it all the way back to the town. So that's like a straight up like long range like traveling option. That's for sure a mode of transportation. It's nice to see it in in live action and not, you know, Boba Fett getting shot into the Sarlacc pit. Getting hit with a rod and then crashing into the side of a... We don't have to talk about him. Though. He's still not back. <laughs> no, he's not. It's all right. And I don't expect him to That's be. That's fine. We'll we'll leave it at that. Yeah, maybe he never comes back. That'd be pretty funny. That would be funny if we got all excited about that. Yeah, maybe they just put him in there for a Boba Fett spinoff show on... Fucker took my armor. Disney Plus. What was that? Fucker took my armor. Fucker took my armor. Yeah, that's the name of the that's the name of the new show. Oh yeah, it's my. It's favorite. not gonna be on Disney Plus though, because that's a very inappropriate name for children. Disney eighteen plus. Ooh, ew. Yeah, ew. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, ew. They rerun. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't. You can't. You can't now. Do we need a palate cleanse? <laughs> no. No, no, no. We'll just we'll just act like it never happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So uh, we get a great action sequence without Mando for once. I feel like it's always been Mando. So yeah, Cara Dune, Grief Karga, and Mithril escape in um, this like troop transport. Yeah, and they're uh, it's a pretty extended sequence. Um, It's a solid like uh, it's a solid five or so minutes. Yeah, and chasing after them are a bunch of scout troopers on speeder bikes, and this to me is a weird highlight, but it. I like that yeah. two scout two troopers end up crashing into each other on their right away. They them. just die. Yeah. Um, yeah, they get chased by the the speed bikes. Yeah, the speed Dope. bikes. I like that we get the one guy like dragging his foot, like turning it, like he's yeah. driving like a speed, like a racing bike. It's pretty sweet. Uh, then we get the uh, Tie Fighters chasing them. Yeah, so the folded foldable Tie Fighters. Uh, clearly, there are more of them. Elon Musk designed oh yeah yeah the tesla brand tie fighters yeah super expensive for Very. military purposes they have a big screen on the you don't even have to fly them they, they just fly themselves right um i like i thought it was really funny how the last guy ended up on top of the tie fighter and he was like gonna throw a grenade into the tank or something and uh he just like decided to hold his hand up for like ten seconds while Grief Car got like locked on. <laughs> like, he, like he was like trying to go to Valhalla and he was like literally was making his last stand. Like he wanted to be seen, and then he got of course fucking shot off. And uh, yeah, so they're safe, right? And then we see the Razor Crest back in action. Oh yeah, and she looks good now. She does look She good. looks fully repaired. No fishnets. No fishnets. No fucking strings. <laughs> no strings attached. In the cockpit. Stay in that cockpit. Stay in that cockpit. Um, so Mando shows up, dusts off the last two, and we get happy music. We do. Very triumphant. Dave Navarro rips a guitar solo. <laughs> and uh, pretty much episode, there's a slight little ending chapter where Fat Pilot, uh, Fat New Republic Pilot shows up. Yeah, Fat New Republic Pilot number one. For a brief questioning. Grief Cargo blows him off. Yeah, he's like, I haven't seen no Razor Crest. He says, Cara Dune, you sexy piece of ass. You should join the rebellion. She's like, I'm not a joiner. I just have this rebel tattoo on my face. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't agree with you. And then they talk about Alderaan for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Did you lose anyone? Yeah, man. 
Uh, everyone, actually. Yeah. The fucking whole planet Plan- exploded, <laughs> dude. What, you think we're on vacation? This one fucking day of the year where the Empire blows up the entire planet? What kind of fucking question was that? Man? I don't know. But he served during that, so. Yeah, well, he served himself a bunch of fucking food. Yeah, and then after, he, man. I don't know what, what it is, but he, like, leaves her a medal, and I'm like, is it for her yeah. service? Is he uh, just leaving it know. there for her to, like, communicate to him at some point? I'm sure we'll uh, see yeah. it show up again. I don't know. I'm sure it'll be some, like, dumb symbolic thing later. Like, she's about to die, and she, like, uses it to stop a bullet or yeah. something. It's going to be fucking something. <laughs> it somehow stupid. stops a blaster bolt. Yeah, it's going to be something dumb like that. So... But, the, yeah, the big cliffhanger. He's back, Mike. Back again. Moff Gideon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's ready yeah. to rock. So, traitor red guy. Red guy. Red, fucking red guy. <laughs> fucking red guy. <laughs> He's a traitor, and he gives uh, he gives away... Well, first he puts a homing beacon on the Razor Crest. Of course. So, they're being tracked to Corvus, which is where the Mandalorian and the child are on their way to. And uh, not only that, but we have the camera panning out as we see a bunch of menacing-looking armor or droids, maybe. They look like the Dark Troopers from yeah. um, an old, like, Star Wars video game. I'm pretty sure it's called, like, Dark Empire. Um, Shadow of the Empire. Or Shadows of the Empire might be something yeah, like that. that okay. N64 classic. Yes. Um, I feel like it's really important to point out that he is Moff Gideon, because I don't think we said that. And that's kind of important. I'm pretty we just sure said we did, he's but maybe back, we didn't. But if we didn't, no, I said, that. yeah, we, he's back. Well, whatever, man. Fuck you, Anyways. Moff Gideon's back, and yeah. he needs business. <laughs> and and uh, so in... Roll uh, credits. <laughs> in the expanded <laughs> universe, um, the Dark Troopers had, like, uh, lightsaber-resistant armor. Yes. Um, I'm going to speculate that maybe they're built out of Beskar. You know, to connect it back to the fact that he's pretty much plundered Mandalore. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, one really, really important thing that we kind of glossed over at 18 minutes and 54 seconds <laughs> of this video, <laughs> we got introduced to the greatest new character in all of Star Wars. Oh, man. The aptly named Jeans Guy. <laughs> Seriously, start the episode. 1854, pause it. Exact, gotta be exactly 1854. And look under Left side of the screen. <laughs> Grief Karga is shooting a blaster, and no shit, there's a dude, like, from the production team. Literally half his body is just Jeans. in the edge of the show. You shot. can see his watch and his green t-shirt. Yeah. It's it's awesome. It's pretty fucking great. The longer I stared at it, the more it made me laugh, to be honest. I love it. I hope they don't take it out. Oh, yeah. It was great. It was phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, you know, every, every once in a while, you're going to have like these blunders, and it's like, it's happened so quick. But you so see a man in a shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it happens so quick that like, it that definitely it... doesn't take away from the like the episode, but knowing it's there makes me so fucking happy. Do you think that, reason. like, they, well, maybe not right now, but maybe they do like a Zoom call, like, watch when the episode's come out and you think favreau like saw that he was like motherfucker are you kidding me <laughs> how did we not scrub this out <laughs> it's amazing seriously watch that right now stop this yeah watch no that. go come look back. at it it's great <laughs> that's awesome man is that is that you jumping in the easter egg segment so oh yeah let me jump into Why the not, easter man? eggs because that's a fucking massive egg yeah we don't have a we don't have fancy uh song for this one so we're just no, gonna we're dive not, right into the easter eggs of this episode um when the 
Mandalorian and Cara Dune and Groove Karga are walking up to the Imperial building that um, they were like being like held down in at the end of season one. Uh, yeah. You can see an IG-11 statue in the background hmm. erected to, I guess, commemorate his erected. sacrifice. Yeah, I said that. I used that word. Droid hero. Who thought? Who would have thunk? Not me. Um, in the school, which we'll get to in our next segment. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, there, we will. <laughs> there is a protocol droid teaching class, the C-3PO like model. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mithral at one point says he can't see out of his eye, which is a reference to carbonite sickness. Can't see out of his left eye. Yeah. Mithral left eye Lopez. Mm-hmm. Any TLC fans out there? This... I'm pretty sure this is the first live-action appearance of the Imperial Troop Transport, which is the tank that they're escaping oh. in. Uh, yeah, I guess. It's like an old Kenner toy where, like, it's weird. It's been in Rebels, oh. but um, also... We've seen it, no. They use an Imperial Code Cylinder, which they're all over Imperial officers throughout the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Those are used to open doors. Um, they actually use one in this episode. Um, there's also... I know at least one line of dialogue was ripped. I, I do like how Grief Cargo was like, "Hack or slice that door. Use this code cylinder." Yeah. Like, All right. Well, <laughs> you're not really slicing. It's just a key, yeah. dude. Essentially. <laughs> Go on though. So, uh, I've heard that there are more lines, but I directly picked out one line ripped straight from A New Hope. I was like, "There they are! Blast them!" And it's like there the exact are. audio. Blast them. And then. Uh, so the targeting system in the tank when they're like firing at the TIE fighters mm-hmm. is very similar to the uh, TIE fighter and X-Wing targeting computer. You switched off like your targeting them. computer. What's wrong? Nothing. <laughs> I'm all right. <laughs> Just shit was bugging out on me. And uh, Look at you, man. I'm really mad at myself for not looking up the name of this. Me too. But Moff Gideon is seen not on a Star Destroyer, but the Imperial-class frigate. I... I thought that was pretty cool how they did that, like, exactly like A New Hope when right. the ship came in over, like, the top of the screen. Yeah, and we have yet to see cool. those in live action, actually. Yeah. Because we usually see, we saw Star Destroyers in the original trilogy, but this is, like, a smaller ship. Kind of, like, to symbolize that, like, hey, the Empire's here, but they're not what they used to be. Right. Um, so that was really cool to see. Right. It's like watching Brett Favre with the Vikings. Right. Yeah. He's not what he used to be, but. around. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. That's a good list you got there. Yeah, quite a few you, Easter eggs in this this one. Can always count on you. A lot to look at. It's good stuff. You know what else we got? It's Baby Yoda's cutest faces. And boy, like did we see the baby. Gonna fucking talk over the best part. See the baby. I would like to see the baby. We saw the baby. We, we saw, saw the baby. Quite a bit. Yeah, he's really turning into just like a fucking plug for like adorable. Like he's really not doing too much even anymore. No, but he's why I come. You, you know, you uh, you come for the Mandalorian, but you stay for Baby Yoda. I I learned recently that my grandmother is watching this show. On oh. Disney Plus, my grandma is ninety three years old. <laughs> oh my god! Does she even know what's and going on? I gotta think that it is a lot of it's Baby Yoda for the most part. It has to be. Um, yeah, she's she's pretty old. This is like, this is a woman who basically reads uh, and does nothing else. 
And she watches the man. She said, hey, I'm going to tune in for that cute she little likes, green thing. She likes Hamilton and the Mandalorian. <laughs> Good for her. Rapping about the Constitution yeah. and, and Baby Yoda. How about that? She's getting the most out of her subscription from Disney+. Plus. She lent me her Hamilton book recently. Oh, yeah? Like the the thing that I guess the play is based off. Right. Like, it's like really long. I it's big. It back to her last It's a week. large book. Maybe Yoda's adorable. Yes, that's, that's, a, from that's the, what this segment's the about. Of this. <laughs> so he electrocutes himself. Oh, dude, it's the beginning of the episode. It's amazing. It's fucking great. It's it's a, really, honestly, a great scene. I feel like it's way funnier than it should have been. It really is, and it's it's that classic Star Wars humor that it's like, why are they doing this? But you're so glad that they did it. Yeah. So Mando's just uh, way in for child labor. Oh yeah. Just trying to get BY to fix. Uh, uh, it doesn't. It's inconsequential. Said, it really. I'll pay matter. you in food because you clearly can't stop eating. But yeah. I, I can't fit in here, so I need you to put the red wire here and the blue wire there. Yeah, and he tries to explain that, and you know it's going to go wrong because why else would they show it? The second he says, "Don't let him touch," I'm like, I know what's going to happen here. They're going to touch. By electrocutes himself. It's adorable. It is great. He makes an adorable cooing sound at the I end. Don't, I don't wish pain on him, but it was kind of funny. Every time he's been in danger, he's been extra cute, though. Yeah, I don't understand it. I don't either, man. It's a dangerous line that, with that, playing with. That know. electrician scene, though, was, like, top tier. Um, like, adorable. Oh, yeah. There's, like, a... It's a highly graded scene for me, as far as other cute baby Yes. Yeah. And then we could just get another home run right after that. Him trying to see uh, Mando's face when they're like, oh drinking. shit, yeah, I, I, I thought that was about that one cute. even, yeah, because Mando's yeah. like drinking some soup or and some baby Yoda's shit. trying real hard. He's like, he's like really tilting his head. Some motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> and he can't because Mando's not allowed to take his mask off in front of anyone. Nobody, unless you're hungry, right? Um, when we get to Navarro. You pointed out the school. Yes. When he gets, like, when he sits down at the desk made for human children. He doesn't get sat down. He gets placed. (laughs) (laughs) He gets placed at the desk. And it's funny because he's, like, literally the size of a football. (laughs) Um, And he's looking around and he's like, who are these motherfuckers? And he spots a classmate. He's got some treats. He's got some some macaroons. Yeah, some some teal macaroons. And he's like, I want that. He puts his hand out. He's like, "Bitch, I, I first give off, me one. I don't know how that child resisted giving yeah Baby Yoda a macaroon." And that child was eating disgustingly. She had shit all over her face. It's just bad parenting. Terrible. All around. Yeah. So Baby Yoda's just like shit. I haven't used the force this entire season. This is my time. So, and it looks like he's just gonna grab one, and then he just takes. He all has the whole pack. It's classic. He's man. not fucking around. And he's eating them, too, for the entire rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, which that's also pretty hilarious. great. <laughs> like, they leave him and then come back, and he's still eating the macaroons. Yeah. No, he's having a good time. He's like, Living this, this life, shit man. is delicious. Living life. Um, yeah, I mean, they leave BY at the school, and then when they come back for him at the end. Well, Mando oh, goes to save him. Right. right. Or to make sure that he hasn't been, like, taken. So the next time we see him, he's on... Uh, the Razor Crest. A, the Razor Crest. The fully the new, fixed Razor new Crest. New improved. Yeah. The, razor, the, the Motorola Razor Crest <laughs> version 2. Um, Mando is doing some, some dangerous flying. 
and Baby Yoda is loving it. He's fucking in the back. He's like raising it's his like hands. It's like a roller coaster. Every time they're about to die, it looks like Baby Yoda's having the time of his life. Yeah. And when it's all said and done, the cutest little spit up teal goop pours out of his mouth. Yeah, he throws up on himself. And I'm like, a little look at bit. that cute little motherfucker. And I'm, I'm like grossed out by everything pretty much. I'm super squeamish. So shit like that's usually disgusting to me. But it was adorable. And uh, yeah, he throws up on himself. And now Mando's got to buy him a new fucking little robe because I think he's only got one robe. I think so. And I think it's funny that he's got like the foreskin, just like nine neck roll <laughs> robe. So like those can't be easy to find. <laughs> He's got like a fucking Why like you compare it to foreskin? because it's got like a little it's got so much around the neck. <laughs> I know, I know what you mean. I just don't know. I why. and you know what's fucked up is I could not think of any other way to describe that. That is the only I tried really hard. That was the only thing that I could think of. <laughs> not like a fur collar on like a jean jacket or something like that. No like, man, that's <laughs> no. No, you think Baby Yoda would wear a jean jacket? Oh, I forgot. This is a not safe for work podcast. Of course, you compared it to fucking yeah. foreskin. <laughs> Go back and listen to the fucking intro. I'm man. sorry. It's a sorry. disclaimer. I don't know why I'm trying to keep it safe for work. Fuck. Oh, sorry. This is actually the safe for work. We're going to talk about uh, the fucking Raythercrest and Jordan <laughs> and make slurping. Yeah. Noises. My That's favorite. Disgusting, dude. So, yeah. Uh, all home runs. Baby Yoda might be the MVP of this episode just because he was uh, adorable in everything that he was in. Fact. So, time for the next segment. Ask. Wait, check it out. I got a song for this one. <gasps> no. Yeah, I'm just fucking with it. Oh, I thought you were going to play Vin Diesel for a second. Uh, ooh, maybe. Maybe <laughs> I'll throw Vin Diesel in again. I can't wait till we get sued by Vin Diesel. And not that we make any money off of this at all. But we'll get like a fucking DMCA or what? Yeah. Cease and desist. Yeah, cease and desist. That'd be awesome. That would be, I would be so proud if Vin Diesel gave us a fucking. <laughs> I would frame that shit, dude. <laughs> Who goes out on a Tuesday night? <laughs> it's Tuesday tonight. Oh, shit. Oh, I gotta put it in the episode. Yeah. Okay. Get Who it. goes out to Panicos ever? All right, hit me with. Hit me with a question. Who who's it from? All right, I got one for you this time. Uh, under uh, Matt underscore Swanee on Instagram. Oh, the uh, the Reverend Matt Swan. Matt Swan wants to know your opinion. This has nothing to do with Mandalorian at all. That's fine. Is it a Star Wars related question? No, that's fine. No, it's, it'd be really funny if it just this, wasn't at all. It, no, it's literally ask me anything. True. You can ask whatever you want. That's true. We need to and stretch we'll these episodes out a little bit. So Absolutely. We'll talk about fucking anything. I'll talk about anything. Uh, Matt underscore Swanee wants to know if you at any point believed or how you felt about the uh, Jar Jar being the ultimate villain theory. Okay. And how bad did you want that to be an actual thing? So... If you have not already heard about the Darth Jar Jar theory, it is. I'm pretty sure there's like a 20 minute video essay about Wait, this. I didn't know that. Yeah, and <laughs> That's awesome. the argument laid out for Jar Jar being the ultimate like Sith Lord behind the scenes of everything is a really plausible and crazy good it, fan theory. It's, it's absolutely 
one of those things where you have an endpoint and you just fucking draw lines to connect it. You're not wrong, but I it's really but it good. Is, it's awesome. It's like it's I don't want to say it's airtight, but it's pretty fucking yeah. close. Honestly, it's pretty good, man. Yeah, like they're like because he's involved in a lot of key events. Uh, in destroying the Republic. Specifically in episode one, he does some shit that is like, okay, so he jumps out of the water, like really high. Yeah. Force jump. There and he goes, woo, woo. Yeah, that's Bobby clearly a Sith scream. Which translates to, I don't know, I can't read that file, it's in Sith. <laughs> that's a good one. Thanks, man. Okay, anyways. Not only that, but there are several times where, like, he's talking to somebody and he'll, like, wave his hand and things, like, do kind of go his way. <laughs> so, like, a Jedi mind trick. Mm-hmm. Um, he pushes Anakin towards Padme and he's like, look at the queen. She's pretty hot. Pretty hot. So he's like, whoa. Oh, whoa, buddy. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. Ew, dude. So he sets up the budding romance between Anakin and Padme. Sure does. And then who's the one who get, grants emergency powers to the Chancellor? To the Chancellor. Well, the the only senator who would be brave enough, he is pretty manipulated by Palpatine in that oh, scene. Oh, for sure. But I do like when they zoom in and on him, and he's got that triumph. I'm like, that could be me. That could be me. And then it is him. And then it is. So he does that. We said to be given emergency power to the Supreme Chancellor. Dude, we could do a whole episode, and this might not be a bad thing. But no. One of my favorite things is to bitch about the government in Star Wars. Right. And the prequels especially. How the fuck did Jar Jar become a senator? I don't know. I am the Senate. Is that just like an unopposed seat? Like it had to be. I guess maybe they gave Naboo like a senator. No, he's a representative and he's filling in for Padme, who is the senator. God damn it. There there has to be a better way. She can just fucking name somebody to fill in for. It's Jar Jar. She's like, you'll be fine. Well, it's because he's a Sith Lord. And he fucking, That's right. He, he manipulated. <laughs> <laughs> See, so the theory has some credibility. How amazing would that be? Like that would fucking like actually ruin the prequels. But there's literally so amazing. there's literally behind the scenes like film footage from Episode One where George Lucas says Jar Jar is the key to all of this. That is a direct quote from the maker himself. Yeah, and that's not because he wanted to defend uh, his fucking shitty decision to create Jar Jar in the first place. Right. It's not related at all. I don't know, man. He also, said he was his favorite character. Ahmed Best, the actor who portrays Jar Jar, he said... Is a Sith Lord. Well, he said... In real life. Probably. Um, super cool dude. But he said, after the theory gained some popularity, he was like, it's really cool to see people finally catching on to what the plan was actually oh, supposed to be. Oh, shit. No, that's bullshit. Probably. That's posterity. What if, like, Jar Jar was, like, supposed to be, like, Darth Plagueis, though? No. I don't think Disney's or George Lucas is smart enough to think of that. Probably not. I think they, I think somebody heard about that, and they were like, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. That's, that's where we're going to spend that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, that's good. Well, one day we can definitely do an episode on the politics of the Republic. I'm into it. And the Empire, I guess, for that matter. And uh, I think we should also do one on the Darth Jar Jar theory. I love it. We could flush it out the whole episode. We definitely can. It's a great question, Matt Swan. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for listening, man. For the record, uh, Tori Van Horn, Matt Swan's lovely girlfriend, wanted us to do a Fuck, Mary Kill. But she did not provide any options. So that's on you, Tori. She's going to have to submit those, and we can do it next week. 
Yeah. But we Love have the idea. Yeah, great idea. But, you know, we're not going to do all the work for you. Nope. We got shit to do this week. It's Thanksgiving. We got to go to Panico's tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to get coronavirus. It's my favorite. Oh, man. Nobody knows what that is. I have a question. Okay. From at Reach for the Skyler. That is on Instagram. This person's name is Skyler. Yes. That's an awesome handle. That's cr- incredible. I like, love that. He did a great job with it. And he asks, Okay. Do you guys feel that while the show has been fantastically directed and crafted, the continuous additions of plot lines and cameo appearances in such rapid succession could be detrimental to both the story of The Mandalorian and Din Djarin's central and pivotal role? I think it's a really good question. I agree. I don't... I don't... I like seeing characters from Clone Wars and Rebels show up, but... I think the thing that I liked so much about the first season is that we were finally getting room to breathe away from the Skywalker saga mm-hmm. with these characters Something that we new. don't know. Something new. Um, I No matter how many times, I'm going to say it now, I, no matter how many times you say Din Djarin, I'm never, ever, ever going to remember that. Mando. Mando. They, they hate, hate you, Mando. Mando. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a fair question. I think... Um, I think the celebrity cameos and everything were cool in the first season because it was like, oh, the show fucking rules, and I don't, I don't really mind them as much. Um, but I do think when you're doing that, like once an episode, it becomes just like a thing that people are looking for, right? And it does doesn't necessarily distra- detract from the story, but it does kind of add in an extra layer of like gimmickiness. Well, right, and let me. I guess I'll like play devil's advocate here in chapter. Yeah, only oh, assholes say that, but go ahead. Right, we got Boba Fett in the first chapter of this season. Right, that's a plot line that's opened up that we have literally got no resolution and to. We over. have spent time on this show talking about that. right, and in chapter the third chapter of the season, I'm losing my numbers here. We get Bo Katan introduced, which mm-hmm. is great, but that opens up a whole other plot line. Right, it's almost like uh, what's the limit? Right. He, this and this is like uh, I feel like uh, weirdly enough I bring Game of Thrones up all the time on this show, but like that was a thing at times in the early seasons in Game of Thrones. It eventually came together, but it was just like this is great that this is such an expansive world, but like I mean we're talking like eight, ten episode seasons. Like you can't really go to nuts here because we got to come back to right. S- we got to come back to this shit. And eventually. I I have to wonder: Are these all like backdoor pilots? Like. Were they testing to see how Bo-Katan did for them for Disney? But like, maybe we should do a Bo-Katan series. But then it seems like they're just kind of throwing, like, shit. Against the wall. Yeah. To just be like, oh, what do people like? And then instead of, like, actually making them important parts of the show. So, I mean, I definitely think that's fair. And um, I do kind of feel like at this point, like, we're four... I, I keep forgetting. This four is episodes the four cha- yeah, fourth chapter it, of the second and season. And I feel like the story itself hasn't really advanced too, too much. We've made like pit stops and yes. fun things have happened. And it's been cool. It's been fun to watch. It's just like, all right, he's still looking for other Mandalorians and now a Jedi and a home for the child. Right. And so, so I guess... The more people that do end up showing up, if mm-hmm. they're previously existing characters, 
if they're going to show up, they need to stick around for a little bit yeah. longer in the future or have more meaningful arcs that it, affect Mando greatly. Yeah, to kind of use the a phrase you used earlier, it feels like a video game quest, a lot of these. Right. It's just like, hi, here is a task. Okay, you can move on. <laughs> it's just like, all right, well, what's happening and are any of these people actually important other than Grief Cargo, who we've seen... And even Grief Cargo was like, I, all right, I think he's kind of done. Like, I don't think we're really going to do too much more with him. Yeah. Will we see him again this season? We I don't, don't I don't know. We don't have to. We There's don't. There's no reason to go back to Navarro now. Right. It seems like the plot's going in a different direction away from Navarro. This yeah. was just a pit stop to see some people we already knew. Right. So, I mean, that, Scott, that's a really good question, man. That's, um, I think... Uh, it'll be more apparent, I guess, as we get more episodes. And I know it's kind of a cop-out answer, but like yeah. after like two full seasons, we should have a pretty good... Idea of how it's going. Pretty good feel for that. I, I guess, think. personally, I hope that we really keep the heart of the show as Mando yeah. and the child. And yeah, I want to see more of that. If the child, if he completes his quest and gets the child off to the Jedi mm-hmm. or his home planet, then I'm comfortable moving forward with Mando. The show is literally called The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian. So thank you for the question, Skylar. If you want to submit a question to Ask Me Anything, feel free to DM our Instagram account. Tweet at us at Annie, R-U-O-K pod, or email us at Annie, R-U-O-K pod at gmail.com. And subscribe to my OnlyFans. Yeah, he posts a lot of uh, sweet pictures of his new beard. Magooch. And that. <laughs> you actually, he puts them side by side, and you have to guess which yep, is which. It's called Guess the Gooch. <laughs> and it's the, it's the easiest game in the entire world, because they're always the Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> you never lose. Nope. Well, I mean, you do. You do lose from Because you have to see the Gooch. Yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> so that's gross. Um. So uh, I just realized my grandma can never listen to this podcast. Absolutely not. That's a real shame. We have already talked. There's so many things that we've well, said. Well, yeah, that she I didn't just realize hear. that, but I made the connection that she's a Mandalorian fan. And she can't listen to this. No, she cannot. So oh, the well. 58 minute chapter that's coming out next week. Oh. I've heard rumblings that the title is The Jedi. Which one would think? Hmm. We're going to see some Jedi. I would hope so. Maybe, maybe some lightsaber action. Maybe. Uh, maybe some darksaber action. Maybe the both of them. <gasps> so exciting. How many episodes are I asked this every week? The, eight so, total? So eight total for okay. the season. So we got four left. Four so left. Some shit's really got to pop off here. Yes, sir. Damn, does that take us up to Christmas? I think it might. I think it does. Uh, Christmas no longer me- has any sort of holiday meaning to me. It's just Star Wars season. Nice, dude. Yeah, the 18th, I guess, then should be the last episode. Exciting stuff. So, And we'll be here to, to guide you through it all. This is one of the good things in this terrible, terrible year. Absolutely. Uh, the year of our Lord, 2020. Coming to an end. Um, little reprieve. Hopefully everybody has a good Thanksgiving to the extent uh, yeah, stay able safe. to celebrate. Uh, enjoy time. If you're away from family, call your family. Yeah, do a little Zoom action. We'll, uh, face there time. are ways to be safe and, and celebrate. Um, if you're fortunate enough to spend time with your uh, direct uh, loved ones, you know, stay safe. Um, enjoy the time. Wash your hands. Hand sanitizer. I feel like people forgot about that. Sanitize them hands. 
I heard a, a fun story that I guess um, fuck. What's the Butterball? That's the turkey company, I think. Butterball, maybe. I think it's Butterball. They have a uh, a hotline set up every year for. It's not the Snowcat line, but they do have a hotline uh, for like, turkey based questions. Not turkey based. <laughs> turkey based questions. Turkey. Uh, questions about basting turkeys about uh, cooking turkey and apparently it's at an all time high because there's always like one family member who just fucking knows how to do it but now everyone has to do it themselves every family celebration this year is like four or five people (laughs) like nobody (laughs) knows how to fucking make turkey (laughs) so they're getting they're like getting crushed working every time answering turkey questions yes yes (laughs) turkey No fuckers. There are no turkeys here. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, man. So anyway, uh, I guess we'll be back next week. If you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, that's pretty fucking cool, man. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Poor lady. Thank you so much. Um fuck the cowboys. Fuck them boys. And, uh talk to you guys next week. Deuces. And here's a Vin Diesel song. Try to find someone to hit